0: You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. What up, me this is your boy, Al Mega. Welcome to a brand new Comic Crusaders Podcast. And today, we have an amazing return guest. Last time he was here, he was talking about his dope project from lesser known comics called Eurico. all right? He's the creator, he's the writer, and he got some slamming stuff coming up right now, all right? I want to show you all some awesome story from this amazing creator. I'm happy to have on the one. The only, for the second time, Mr. David Lujan. How you doing, bro? <laughs>
1: I'm doing all right, man. That was, a, that was a heck of an intro. Thanks, man. man.
0: <laughs> you're the man, brother. And I'm thank, thank you so much for coming back onto the show to discuss your latest project, Nerida. I can't wait to get into that. I had the honor of reading issue one. And woo, sexy, sexy book. Pero what a story. <laughs> I can't wait to see where you're going with it, but I could definitely see many different avenues for this story to take on in the future, once it's a, a style out book of lesser-known comics, of course.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right on, right on.
0: So, a bit about, about yourself, just to refresh people's memories. Where are you from, OG, again?
1: I'm from uh, Austin, Texas. So, they born born and raised
0: right in the middle of Texas, yeah. Uh, there we go, there we go. And uh, let them know a bit about the last time that you were on, about Yuriko. How did that project go?
1: Uh, so, yeah, yurico was... Um, in my vampire book that funded super fast and i was super stoked to get that thing out there i've already done i just did a comic con with with mark from lkc and i sold a bunch of those books Woo. um yeah so now i'm working on i'm working on volume two of that which is gonna be launching this summer hopefully um nice. i'm gonna have some like guest artists doing uh cover work for me and all kinds of fun stuff
0: yeah excellent. That's how- so building up building up man excellent yeah. love to hear yeah. that and was this Comic Con tour amongst your first tours or what for Eureka? For
1: so, this was the first one that I've done for the Eureka thing. Um, I I did staple like a long time ago before that thing disappeared and they're trying to rehash it here in Austin. I did that with uh, like some, you know, stapled together zines like Xerox copy comics and that kind <laughs> that of thing cool. way back in the day. You really so,
0: comic book marketing. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: Love it, love it. I'm digging it. All right, so you said you're going to do volume two for that. You know, hopefully in the summer. Uh, uh, will that also be a, a crowdfunder
1: type? Yeah, thing? that's that's going to be a crowdfunder as well. Yeah, but I'm hoping to put it. I'm hoping to put it into some stores, man. Like I want to, I want to reach out and try and network with some some actual comic shops and get it on shelves so people can pick it up. You know what I mean?
0: As they should, because yeah, definitely your LCSs. If you're interested, you know, you just please hit up my man David or lesser less known comics. Yeah, the socials are there. They're also below to make sure to click away, show sort the of love, because again, we. Comic fans need more choices, more independent comic choices, and and works by David and, and, and what uh lesser known is doing is amazing stuff. So, and talking about amazing stuff, let's <laughs> get into this dope new project you got out called Nerida. Now, before I show off any imagery, I need to know what were the seeds of this story? Where did this even come from?
1: Um, so like kind kind of as as a joke, because uh, you know I was working as a I was working as a carpenter. And, you know, a construction worker. And so a friend of mine gave me a book about fairies and gnomes and, like, all this fantasy stuff, like, to kind of make fun of me because she she knows I'm a geek. She knows I'm real dorky. (laughs) Like you know, I got this this manly exterior. I'm wearing a tool belt. I got a nail gun. I'm like cutting wood. I'm all covered in sawdust and with a bandana over my face. And all that. she's like, "I know that you like fairies, so here's this book."
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, so it started kind of as a joke, and I was reading it, and um, there's a whole bunch of mini stories in there um, about uh, mermaids and seafaring creatures and all kinds of stuff. And it, and it, those stories really stood out to me, and I really liked them. So I kind of decided to take them and kind of. Put them all together and and make my own thing out of it, and that's where that's where Narita kind of comes from.
0: So. Uh, are you gonna give any credits to your coworker? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, she's a she's an artist named uh, Jamie Spinello, and you can find her on Instagram or Facebook. She she does uh, jewelry art. She also does installation stuff. I helped her install this awesome sculpture. It's interactive, you like walk through it and all those kinds of stuff. It, oh, it's really? really
0: cool. If you oh, have a chance, you should check that. So she's just making fun of your geekdom and she's the nerd herself.
1: (laughs) Yeah, oh yeah, she's, oh man, she's as nerdy as they get. Yeah,
0: But I love it. I love when friends can help one another like that to inspire things that start off as a joke became something really beautiful in this book that you created here, Nerida. So where did you find the word Nerida? Is this just another word for mermaid or or what is this? What's Uh, the meaning?
1: I did did some research. so, like, I play music. I'm in a bunch of bands, right? And every time I start a band, I'm like, ooh, we can call it blah, blah, blah. And then you realize, like, oh, there's 14 other bands called blah, blah, blah. So uh, I started looking up names that were common mermaid or, like, water-related names, and stuff like that. Um, and this one really stood out to me. It was really cool. Um, and when I did a quick, like, cursory search, nobody else had stolen it yet. So I was like, all right, all right, it's mine. It's mine. I'm taking it.
0: <laughs> Beautiful. And look at that art. L- look at just that. My gosh. So, so, who is this individual on the page? And can you start giving us a little bit of tidbits as to what's popping off?
1: So, this is uh, this is a picture of Narita herself emerging from the sea. Uh, the basic. Th- so, this this book kind of sets up the idea of her getting trapped on land. It's titled Landlocked. It's uh, she gets trapped because she loses her mermaid's cloak. So in some mermaid folklore, there's like a, you wear like a silk or a cloak that allows you to be able to go underwater and live under the sea. And that's, it's, you know, that's her. That's like her magical. All of the, her magic resides in her cloak. Well, she she loses it and she needs to get it back. So she has to come out of the water. She has to go on the land and deal with the land dwellers to try and find it and get home. And that's kind of the premise of what's going on there.
0: These, oh, I like the logo here, too. You, you, did yeah, you did that?
1: Yeah.
0: That's dope. That's a tattoo right there. I oh, don't you know yeah. like old school <laughs> tattoos from the Navy, you know what I mean? Old school. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was fun. <laughs> I'm digging it. So look at these. Oh, my gosh, bro. Talk about these pages and layout. And, I mean, did you do all the work. I mean, look at this. Written and drawn. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, bro. One-man army. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, this is actually the first book I've done that's uh, colored. So I was talking to Mark over at LKC, and he kind of uh, offhandedly said, "Yeah, it would be cool if you colored it." And I was like, "Dang, I gotta color it. Otherwise, he's gonna fire me." All right, cool.
0: <laughs> it was la- like a, a nice threat, kind of, right? Yeah,
1: I, I launched it. and I started coloring it, and then I sent him these pages. He was like, "Whoa, man, dang, you colored it? Why? What, what? That's cool. Why'd you do that?" I was like, "Cause you threatened to fire me." He was like, "I didn't. <laughs> I didn't mean to." And I'm like, "Well, I took it that way." So, but you know, be nervous, uh, Mark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So uh, yeah, I did a little bit of research and I've kind of fumbled my way through coloring it and uh
0: fumble? Yeah, I think I yeah. I don't think this ain't no fumble. I think you you hit uh <laughs> you hit it out the park, homie. So like what type hey. of style did you use in the coloring? What what did you find was easier for somebody that never, doesn't normally color?
1: So um I, I, the, the the book was originally black and white and it was a lot of like washes and tones and things like that, like overlaid to create shadows and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um all of those are transparent, and so as washes, you can kind of see through them, right? I did that on purpose thinking, like, I may color it underneath eventually. I don't know. So when it came time to coloring, what I did was underneath there, I just I found a palette that I really wanted to kind of had that nighttime purple vibe, you know, where everything's cool colors and stuff like that, and then I painted underneath it. So I, I painted all my blobs and colors and stuff underneath the 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 layer on top. And for all of you comic nerds out there who illustrators and stuff who will understand what I'm about to say, I took the the top layer, like the ink layer and the ink washes and all that stuff, and instead of making them black, I made them this like really nice deep, deep, dark purple. Um, and that purple interacts with the warm colors and the cool colors in such a way to where it, it, it kind of harmonizes and gels the whole thing together. So it's not so stark with that crazy
0: black, you know what I mean? Mm, but yeah, I mean, perfect yeah. example here, right? What you're talking about, I mean, look at yeah. that. Look at that. Oh. Bro, and you capture that sight line right here on that, on that bottom panel wonderfully. That is cinematic right there. Where's the 30. sight line? Boom. You hit yeah. that mark, homie. What? <laughs> it's
1: it's uh it makes it easy when you have like a you know you got the ocean you just yeah that's the end that's the horizon that's where it is you know so,
0: so. how did you finagle? Because again she is a mermaid and you know well she doesn't seem to be dressed. <laughs> Let's <laughs> use those words. How did you finagle? You know, uh, making it look good without going above you know that extra mile that you know having an x rating. I mean, right now this this is probably PG-13, <laughs> PG, but uh yeah. how did you keep it away from an R? There we go.
1: Um I kept it away from an R bec- by not having any uh, explicit sex. There's uh you know, an a, an attempted, you know, thing that happens with her between somebody else, but that's I think uh, a plot line as opposed to just kind of gratuitous. I also wanted to portray her as a like the fe- describing the female form, there's a bunch of different ways to do it. Right. You know what I mean? Like you can draw a super sexy babe in like a skin tight leather outfit with like big boobs and, uh, yeah. you know, giant butt and all that kind of stuff. Or you can try and describe the female form the way it might actually be. Right. So, um, I spent a lot of time in art school drawing, uh, doing figure drawing and, and drawing live models and they were always naked, um, including the dudes. So, uh, <laughs> I, yeah i have a i have some experience drawing uh the the human form right okay um but also the the, the whole reason why i wanted her to, to be naked in the beginning is so that she when she will eventually have to clothe herself it's like this loss of innocence thing you know she doesn't have any problem in her skin or her body but it's the rest of the world that's like oh why why don't you have clothes on and she's like i don't know am i supposed to wear clothes and then all of a sudden you know, as you as you read, she she figures out pretty fast and needs to put something
0: on. Oh yeah. Uh, unfortunately there are some screwy characters in here and we see that in this world. She's obviously not alone. Will we get to meet more of the world that she is from in this story, or we're concentrating on this as a solo adventure?
1: Um, we there there is a flashback um with her and her friends under the ocean. Um that happens in book three, I believe. Um, but beyond that, it's not going to go into the o- ocean too too much. It's, I wanted it to be centered on her existence on land and her trying to get back there. So as far as that, like she'll daydream every once in a while and you'll see her swimming around as a mermaid. Um, but outside of that, we're not gonna go into the realm under the sea.
0: And, and talk about homie here, him, this bald dude over here, and and, and, and someone else that that, that comes that we meet later on that everybody seems to be afraid of. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> the wicked nod. Uh, yeah, so yeah. this guy, this guy's like a uh, he's a fisherman, um, and he's the one that kind of spots her. And as you can see, he 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 see he's he's got this uh, his hands reaching down, and he finds her mermaid's cloak there on the beach. And she's like, "Oh no, that's terrible." What am I gonna do? He picks it up and he takes it with him because he's like, Whoa, I can't believe this. Cause he just saw two other females disappear into the ocean. And so he's like, What 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 is this magic? I don't know. So he takes it home to show it to his wife, who is uh not excited about it. Um,
0: <laughs> or anything <but> apparently. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, when you bring stuff home and your wife is like, Really? We don't have enough stuff. Like, what? Why'd you bring this home? I don't. Oh, oh,
0: as Spanish mothers just like to say, mas porqueria. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, that's that's that guy. Um, he's a, a good character, um, in the book mostly.
0: But I mostly. think, oh, I can't wait then because over here, I I got good vibes. You're telling me he he's a little shady, all right? I
1: can't wait <laughs> well it's not that he's shady it's that he's it's he's supposed to embody the the male gaze he's supposed to embody the the concept of like uh she's a siren he can't help but kind of fall in love with her or with the you know the mermaid thing in general so he wants to, he picks up the cloak because he's drawn to it he takes it he steals it and he keeps it for himself because can't help himself he he wants he wants to trap her because he's you know instantly you know gotcha he, he wants her as
0: his own that's and you
1: see that at the very end of the book when his wife is talking to him stuff, he's like gazing off into the distance he's not really he's like yeah yeah no, she sounded
0: no. like charlie brown in that moment to him apparently and, right She's yeah 100
1: like, <laughs> uh-huh. 100 he's
0: like how can i get that fish button?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically.
0: <laughs> so but this is great. I mean, it's your panel usage, uh the sight line, I mean the laddering. Bro, you you murdered this book. Now, you know, you already teased me, say, mm, book three. How many books long is this going to be? What's the plan? Uh, the
1: plan is for ten books. Oh um,
0: nice. That kind of a yes. maxi series, dope.
1: Yeah, and I've got uh I'm working on book six right now, actually.
0: Damn, so, folks, you hear this? You're going to get yeah. your books on time. He's on book six already. My gosh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so, uh, book. So so this one I, I completely redrew from the original, original, original one that I did way back in the day. Uh, what made same, you do that? Uh, I think I progressed as an artist enough to where I didn't feel like it was an accurate representation of like where I am with book six now, as far as my illustration and the way all the characters look and all that kind of stuff. So, I went back. And I said, yeah, I can do this better. And then when I went back, I was like, I can also color it, which would be pretty awesome, you know, to start from scratch and be coloring. So that's,
0: yeah. Nice, man. So doing this now, this new project, and you know, and taking on so much more, I mean, what was the most difficult part of it and how did you overcome it?
1: Ooh, uh, the most difficult part of it was... um, the difficult, I mean, honestly, the difficult part for me in any situation like this is, is um, the promotion stuff of it, you know, like, cause drawing it is fun, writing it is fun, uh, the coloring creating it is the is,
0: fun, it's just yeah. uh, the, the post creation
1: work. <laughs> yeah, it's the stuff afterwards where you have to like dig out images of it that you are willing to share without giving away too much story and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. I do think that there were some challenges in, in this book specifically where like on this page, for example, there's no, there's no spoken words. So I had to, I really had to challenge myself and try and uh, create narrative and create time and, and all that stuff uh, without there being tons of dialogue, you know, cause I wanted to be quiet and kind of creepy and you're following along and you're, you're hearing the sounds of the boat and stuff, but outside of that, you're not, you're not reading what people are saying. You have to kind of be in their mind and,
0: in that moment.
1: So, yeah. And that's hard to do for me. Pacing is always difficult, you know, so.
0: And I love the use of the shadow on that last one, because it's, you, you you know, you see something, but then you're still not sure. Is <laughs> it like, yeah, huh? Is yeah. that part yeah. of the water or what? You did such a great job with that. Made it look very creepy indeed.
1: <laughs> Thanks,
0: man. Thank you. Uh, I'm digging it. Digging it. Folks, you know, I don't want to show off the whole book. That's not the purpose here, because we need you to spend them dollars. <laughs> right. And, and and buy and support uh creators like David. So right here, this is what I want you to do. Go to Instagram, go to Narita Comic, unless Lester no comics on Insta. All right. Then on Twitter is Narita Comics as well. But then it's Lester K comic on Twitter. All right. You know what to do there, folks. Please show the love and support these amazing publishers and uh, creators. That's that's what it is. That's what we're here for. So okay, so we got these tennis shoe arcs. Hopefully, uh, do you that's where you want to leave it at, at ten, or, or will it depend on, on what happens going forward?
1: I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. What, I'm just trying to make it across that finish line first. Like, <laughs> if, I, if I can make it to ten, then I'm like, okay, yeah, that's cool. And then, you know, see where the where the story is by then. Because I'm hoping to have. If if I'm a terrible writer, I'll need more books. But if uh, I if I do it properly, I'll, I can yeah. make it work in ten books. You know.
0: No, sure. I, I think, again, though, the story flows wonderfully. It's different. Again, it's nice to see things that are not superhero related and and dig into you know magic and folklore and all this kind of stuff, and you're doing it here wonderfully. I mean, to be honest, I learned that. That was new for me to learn about the mermaids You know, taking off a of silk to walk. I'm like, huh? Okay. I never knew that. <laughs> so yeah. it's pretty cool. Like, okay, I'll, I'll look all this up, and now, you, now you're going to have me do a rabbit hole deep dive into, into the world of, of mermaids
1: yeah 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 right you know
0: so so are we gonna do any cons uh can we meet you any place and get a signed copy of this
1: yeah y- yes you can um i am going to be in san antonio on march 25th for the comic arts sa which casa that's coming up and that's actually a free con you don't have to bypass anything oh, just yeah, you just roll up. There's a bunch free of creators. <laughs> yeah. A bunch of creators that are gonna be there. I'm gonna be there doing hopefully doing some live screen printing because a friend of mine and I are starting a small uh screen printing shop in Austin. So I'm gonna I'll,
0: beautiful, bro. Congrats. I'll be,
1: yeah, I'll be squeezy in t-shirts and all kinds of stuff. I'll have uh, I'll have the Dorita book with me. I'll have the Yuriko book with me. I'll have some other LKC swag too. I'm gonna have some like art prints and stuff like that. So I'll be there. Um, and then I'm also going to be in the Central Texas Comic Con in Waco, Texas, okay. with uh, Ray Garza, who does uh, a ah, book called yeah. Tank McGregor. You know, yeah, Ray, Yeah, I know
0: Ray. Yeah, yeah, with Tank, man. Yeah, <laughs> you can't mess with Tank.
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, he's got he's got this big old banner too, like pull out banner too with, with Tank all over. It It looks awesome. So I'm jealous. I got to get one of those. Yeah, you got to. I'll do be it, there. Man. I'll be there, and then uh, where else am I going to be? I'm going to be at Comic Palooza in Houston, uh, May 26 through the 28th, I believe, and that's oh, going nice. to be like a that's a big one. There's going to be a, the entire Arrowverse is going to be there. So,
0: oh, yeah. cool, man! Uh, are you going to be <laughs> stepping away from your table to try and get some some snaps, of picks and whatnot?
1: <laughs> I, I <clears throat> definitely, yeah, because uh, uh, Ray's coming with me to that one too, so we can kind of take turns man in the booth.
0: Uh, love, yeah. love. Yeah, I just spoke to Mark Guggenheim, you know, uh, as, as you know, was involved. So, yeah, awesome yeah. dude. And he's got a whole bunch of books coming out, too. Cool. So, yeah. Yeah, man, there's a lot of great stuff, man. A lot of creators are uh, definitely coming out doing some dope stuff this year. And, again, I'm happy to have you on because you had a hit last year. You about to have another hit this year. It's going to keep <laughs> coming. So the, is this book available now or is it coming out soon? What, what's popping? What
1: this book watching? is this book is live on Kickstarter right now, and it is live for another, oh. I believe, like eight days, nine days, eight something like days.
0: that. So, yeah. Oh my so, God, folks! You know what we're gonna have to do, right? We have to take a quick look at the Kickstarter, right? <laughs> Let's see where he is at. Oh, and I, I love to see this. The first, because the first thing I look at is where they at. So I'm happy to announce that yes, you guys will be getting this book, yeah. right? so you got to make it happen though let me make sure i got that system audio check this out folks check this out Bit homie dunn did it out of a thousand dollar goal. he has that 2127 with eight days to go beautiful i'm glad that people are tearing it up and check it out yo he has a little trailer Ooh, i think it's time for us to view <laughs> It looks so creepy. <laughs> you saw that, folks? Oh, that was fire. That's what it is. That's what it is, folks. I don't know what's going on here, but check it out. <laughs> don't you love technology, folks? Here, here we go, folks, just because. You're a nice person you give them ten dollars just because you believe in the project you don't want to earn out of it because you're that generous or of course you could start as low as five dollars to lock in a digital reward i mean and they go as high as what's this one 150 dollars for the shark swim my gosh that's everything
1: woof yeah that's the entire that's the entire lkc catalog so my that's gosh. that's every back issue from every creator Including Yuriko and Narita and all the stuff. But uh yeah. I think yeah. that's also, for
0: about fifty.
1: Yeah, I've I've also got some uh some fun stuff in there. Like as add-ons, I got a t-shirt. I got I got two different t-shirts. Um I've got a uh a sketch cover too, so I'll I'll draw something on there for you if you want, you know.
0: But excellent, yeah. excellent. Look at that. So plus, you know, ten dollars. You get a, a a physical and a digital, you know. Uh for twenty dollars you get the knife. What are we talking about here? Nerida for physical copy or samurai pop variant or snap the nod for twenty dollars, folks. Again, what you need is five dollars to actually get something, ten dollars because they're nice. For five dollars all the way to a buck fifty. Let me tell you, make it rain. I mean, look at this. Look at these deals. And it, it just keeps getting longer and longer. The, the list look at it. Oh my god. Woo! Look at this. Jeez that's wonderful and again everything should be in your hands by april right that that's kind of the commitment you're trying to yep Beautiful.
1: yeah i already i already uh i just ordered all the art prints and the actual physical comic books today so they should be showing up in like two weeks and then oh snap them out boom done
0: oh yeah. folks you see that so pledge 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 today you got eight days to go the books are incoming you know what i mean so Make it rain, because he's going to ship it in April. You're going to have it in your hands. and You're going to be doing wonderful reviews. Loving this dope new book called Narita, book one, Landlocked. Oh, man, I'm digging it. I can't wait to get the whole run and see what else could come up of that mind, Mr. Lujang. All right? So as I always love to do this, brother, you need to talk right here. So lessons learned and all that you've done, what type of advice can you give from from the Eureka to this one? What type of lessons have you learned that someone could apply into their project today?
1: Uh, get things done ahead of time, you know, like figure out, well, I need, you know, I need this, this many covers done. I need this many pages so that, you know, it's four, four, four images per, per pay or four sides per, you know, for printing, stuff like that. Um, get, get, just get all your ducks in a row, like way in advance so that when it's time for the campaign, you don't have to worry about also trying to illustrate it and get it done. You, you, you. We'll have that in hand. It's done now. All you got to do is promote it and tell people about it, and then they have something to look at. Something that I did differently this time that I didn't do for Yuriko was, I got onto um, I got onto Global Comics. Um, oh, nice. And I, yeah, and I, so I got like a six page preview up there for, uh, for Narita, and Beautiful. it's great because I can drive people there and say, Hey, you know, check it out. And there's a little preview, you know, you can see and drum up some excitement before the Kickstarter even launched. Um, also did a also did a uh, launch party on Instagram live with, with a bunch of oh, other creators. What?
0: Check you yeah. out, man! Nice. What so, did you, what did, how did that go? A launch party,
1: man. Uh, it was great. Like uh, that. That the day we launched, it got funded in like four hours. So we went Whoa. straight out of the gate. Um, you know, since then it's just a trickle. But trying to get people still interested. I mean, it just meant that, like, all right. It's funded. It's going to happen. I just need to order the stuff now. You know what I mean? Um, but, uh, yeah, that's that's the advice I'd give to somebody as far as, like, a campaign and a Kickstarter and that kind of stuff, for sure.
0: You should do a pre-wrap a, a party. Before the campaign wraps up, you know, for those that, that before you miss it, you should do a, a pre-wrap. I'm telling you. That's, that's you, what we're going to
1: try and do. We're going to try and do it with do LKC. It.
0: So, yeah. Yeah, a day before the, the thing, hey, this is your last chance party. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it. yeah. I'm digging it, yeah. exactly. and that's actually great advice because uh, uh, I've seen some people try to do that, but it's like you know, how did you pump up the energy even prior? Were you, you how long prior were you promoting for the launch party?
1: Um, well, for the for the launch party, I, I had like three days lead time because oh. I, I was I. Didn't even think to do it until the kind of last minute, and then I asked a bunch of creators that I've recently come in contact with. I was like, "Hey, would you be willing to help me out? Like, jump on this for like 20 minutes and talk about your book, bring some of your eyeballs over to my site, and check it out." And everybody said yes, and I was like, "Okay, cool. Well, this is happening." Uh, so I, I didn't, I didn't have enough time to really like promote that sufficiently. So I'm definitely next time I'm going to try and promote that launch party a little bit more um, to get. You know, a little more interaction or whatever,
0: but it's important. You need to get the community engaged, not just the fans, but also other creators because, again, you know, helping, you know, their networks finding you as well. You know, that was a wonderful idea. I dig it. Like, yeah. I dig how you think, Mr. Lu Hong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. All right, folks, you saw that. All right. So I'm going to pop this one last time because it's there. Look, go to Narita Comic on IG, lesser known comics on IG. On Twitter is Narita Comics with an S. All right? and then lesser k comic that's Twitter sort of love support I mean this campaign got eight days to go so we really need to support let, let, let's get them to three racks at least come on all right we could, you could make it happen folks <laughs> get it to three thousand dollars eight days it should be no sweat and then we're gonna keep we're gonna get you know 10 issues out of this storyline and when this becomes success, You know what are we gonna get—a movie, a cartoon? I don't know. (laughs) If you could do anything, anything else other than the comic book form, what would you like this to be?
1: Oh man,
0: that's a good question. Presented itself, yeah.
1: That's a really good question. Uh, I have been teaching myself a little bit, a little bit of animation, so I want to try and—I would love for this to be a a, a cartoon, like a like a badass cartoon. You know what I mean? Um, Oh yeah. I don't know about live action. If it was going to be live action, it'd have to be uh, directed by, like, Guillermo del Toro or something like that. It, oh, I want yeah, go don't want to go, like, a horror movie, kind of a little creepy, you know, a little too creepy for the kids. But kids watch it anyway because they think it's for kids, and then they start crying in the theater. That's what I would want to have happen.
0: Oh, man, and no one could do that better than Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, because that last one that he did, oh, he, that series he did recently too. Uh, I don't, I don't know if you saw it. He
1: yeah, I saw part.
0: Series.
1: I saw parts of it. Those were like selected films that he he like put his his seal of approval on or whatever. He also directed the uh, the Pinocchio thing that just came out the the like claymation animated thing.
0: Yeah, that, that was, was good. Creepy looking. Yeah, and it was creepy looking for real too though. It's like yeah. I'm not used to seeing it like this. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know yeah. what's going on, but I dig it awesome creators folks great energy please check out David everywhere Okay, again the links are below if you're in Texas he lined up all the shows he's going to be at now we got to get him to at least one on the west coast and one on the east coast and then he'll cover all of America right yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah make it happen, David. thank you for your time and again please support Lester Known Comics great independent publishing hub I mean shout out to Mark and the whole squad and all the creators over there David, thanks again. gente, you know what it is. Follow everything comic crew and undercover capes. All right, we got dope shows dropping throughout the week outside the panels, the definitive crusade, old timers, uh, comic book show, no price podcast, and many, many more. Thank you, everybody. Hasta la próxima. Much love. Whippa. Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCaves.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today.